Peace, peace, peace. I am Philip Roundtree, and you're tuned to episode 50 of Hashtag You Good Man. In this episode, we'll be discussing the recent tragic death of basketball legend Kobe Bean Bryant, who at the tender age of 41 died in a helicopter accident, along with his 13-year-old daughter Gigi and seven other people. I'm joined by Kabana Frimpong, founder of Green District Media, and Mr. Angelo Goodwin, real estate investor. Both of these brothers were Kobe fans. They're also fathers. And so we'll be processing the loss of Kobe and what it means for men. We'll be discussing where we were when we found out the news, what our immediate emotional response was, how to deal with the grief and loss. And as always, I'll be giving out strategies and dealing in difficult times. As always, whatever you're listening to, make sure you subscribe so you can get the weekly content and weekly episodes of Hashtag You Good Man. Stay tuned. And I'm just going to hop right into it. It's funny, like when we, th when we think of Kobe, and I want to know what your brother's thoughts are on his legacy and his place. And we'll get into the grief aspect of, and how, how you were feeling that day. But um, one of the things about his legacy is just his relentless work ethic, right? And his pursuit of excellence. And so, you know, I heard a story that Dwight Howard told, right? He was like, and people know Dwight Howard as far as shooting free throws, he's awful, mm -hmm. right? He's awful, 50%. And so he said he went up to Kobe and was like, yo, I'm nervous about shooting free throws. And Kobe said, well, shoot a thousand of them because you're going to miss some. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. And it was simple as that, right? But then I can take that and bring it into my field. I send out emails, dozens and dozens of emails. Mm -hmm. And the more you send out, you know people not, everybody not gonna mess with you. Yeah. Everybody's not gonna reply like you desire to, mm -hmm. right? And you might feel those those feelings of inadequacy, but what do you do? Next day, I'm gonna shoot another thousand jumpers. I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot another thousand free throws and I'm gonna continue on because then, and it's a, what we call in, in, in mental health is a form of rejection therapy, mm. right? Because once you've been rejected enough, it's just like, it's second nature. Like, yeah, all right, you're not internalizing you. it mm -hmm. anymore, right? So, you know, it's, it's funny how that, that just went hand in hand because now when I think about it, these emails I send out, this is all a part of the rejection. Like, I've mm -hmm. had people tell me no. Mm -hmm. Or they've said, mm -hmm. they, they replied unsubscribed. Like, no, this is me, the hand, I type this. <laughs> right. This ain't spam, you know what I mean? So what we talk about, unsubscribe. Uh, so I guess I want to first delve into to you brothers about um, and I guess we'll start with you, Angelo, before we before we hit this break. Okay. Um, just ha and it being on your birthday. Mm, yeah. Um, where were you when you found out the news? And and what was your immediate you know thoughts, feelings, um, emotions, and behaviors when that happened? Um, I was at home uh, with my family, my wife and kids, mm. and, and a few other people. And um, she had cooked brunch for us all. Wonderful, wonderful cook, by the way. Yeah, um, you gotta give her a shout out. Yeah, yes. Melinda, you're great. And yes, she actually go. just opened. The, she just opened the daycare too. So you're, you're just That's awesome. She's killing, man. killing That's it right up. now. So two there entrepreneurs in the in the household. There you go. Um, but yeah, so I, we were at home, and uh, I'm sitting there just you know chilling, taking it all in, enjoying the festivities. And uh, my sister in law came downstairs and asked, she said, "Hey, did you hear about Kobe Bryant?" And I said, mm. "What? What you mean? What's up? Like, what about him?" She said he just he just died apparently, and I just felt like um, you know the wind was knocked out of me mm. to be honest with you, and um, like I can't even say that 
I was just talking about them, right? Because you know, in my in my circle of friends, we're always just talking about them, mm. honestly, because we're big sports fans and things of that nature. So we're always debating. So, you know, he was a he was a cultural icon. Yeah. So, um, you know, to 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 sit through that on a day where it was supposed to be like a a, a proud happy moment, it really um, put a put a somewhat of a damper on things. Um, but you know, again, I, I did the best that I can to uh, or could to fight through it, and um, yeah, just just again, we're still coping. Yeah. So so let me ask you: Did you did you shed a tear at all? Uh, today actually, today I, I it hit me really hard, right? Mm-hmm. Because um, just uh, and and again, I have kids, right? Yeah. So I have two daughters and one son, and um. Just all the pictures of him and Gigi, mm-hmm. just you know, smiling and, and interacting and doing whatever they did, right? And just knowing that that relationship and how special it was, um, yeah. And that that protective uh, energy that we have as fathers and men over our girls, right? Um, it just you know, I felt it just wash over me, and I I, I couldn't hold back. So um, I did shed a few tears or what have you, um, and and and. Again, it's just it's everywhere. You can't get yeah. away from this situation, yeah, yeah. so it's tough. It's still hard. Yeah, uh, you know when you talk about your your daughter, um, that was, I think that was one of the first things I did. Like I called my daughter, right, and right. she was acting like she ain't like talk. She was like, "Oh, daddy, what's up?" Facetime. It's like, "Baby, I love you," right? Like, mm-hmm. "I love you." Oh, right. and she's like, "I love you too." And I'm like, Shh, "No, like I love you, love you." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, and it's before I think the info came about his daughter. Mm. And because I I knew that he was potentially leaving his children behind right. into the afterlife, yeah. and so you know I, I let her. And I was like, you know, get Daddy's uh, one of his one, a basketball player that he watched and feel like he knew, you know, because he's seen him so long. He you know he just passed away. And she was like, oh okay. Then I had to click and remind myself she's eleven, right? Mm-hmm. right. First she has no idea who Kobe is, um, and you know it it was heavy for me. Um, but I have still had to be mindful about, you know, just the conversations that I'm having with her, uh, uh, just about death and, and dying and, and what have you, because it's a difficult conversation. It's difficult yep. for us to have. Right. Uh, so I can imagine. I didn't want to burden her, but I, it, I felt compelled to let her know that I, that I loved her, right? Because, again, it, it hit so hard for me, I, and I think I can speak for all of us, and that's why I'm, I'm glad you brothers are here, because we're all brothers of a certain age, over the age of 35, 35, 37, and a vaunted 40. Um, <laughs> you just gonna put me yeah, out Yeah, like yeah, yeah, I had to put you out. You ain't had to say nothing, I could have been talking about DJ Frost, right? But that idea that we literally grew up with Kobe, so yep. it's like seeing right. a peer yeah. pass away, mm, and exactly. we know with, with older adults, our elder population, that's most difficult time when they start see, feel, experiencing depression, anxiety, because they start to see their peers pass off, mm-hmm. right. pass away, right. right? And so it's like it, it's like that that moment of clarity, like, wow, could I be next? Yeah. Now we were having a difficult conversation about the passing of of Kobe being Bryant yesterday at the age of 41, and his daughter Gigi, the age mm-hmm. of 13, and the, and the seven other passengers, and and I feel like. You know, I understand why it's taking place. It's just like I am David Ruffin and knees are the temptations, right? Mm-hmm. Because Kobe Bryant was the household, the, the, the celebrity, mm-hmm. right? right? But I, I don't want to, um, you know, be smirch or, or or 
somewhat lessened the significance of the lives of the other people who were on that plane with right. him as well, because they also are leaving legacies. They were also um, husbands and, and wives and, and children to pe brothers and sisters, the people out here, and their legacies matter as well. Um, so we're just going to hop right back into the conversation. We have Mr. Angelo Goodwin, real estate investor, and Mr. Kavan and Frempong, founder of Green District Media. They are also uh, members of the hashtag You Good Man Men's Wellness Group that is, that is run on a biweekly basis. And I just wanted to bring that conversation to live radio. And when we left off, we were just talking about where we were when mm -hmm. we found out the news that Kobe died. It's almost like, you know, you might hear older folk uh, where were you when MLK died? Mm -hmm. Right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Where, like I, I could tell. I know where I was when Tupac died. Right. It was 1997, my mom's birthday. Mm -hmm. But I was a, a kid in '97. You know, 12, 13. Again, this one just feels different because you know, age-wise, we're around the same age. We're both yeah. millennials, lovers of hip hop, and and all of the above. So, Calvin, yeah. uh, uh, what was your day like yesterday? Yeah. Um, so um, it's ironic. You had a birthday yesterday. My daughter's birthday was January 25th. Wow. Uh, so we had been celebrating her birthday. Um, my wife and I, Roberta, I love you. Um, <laughs> there you go. We, we decided to do like a hotel party for her, which I still feel like she's a little young for because she's six, but whatever. So we had a good time, you know, um, enjoying, you know, the festivities. And then the... the girls stay behind and all the boys left daddy left as well too so i was actually at home kind of just hanging out she was still with the girls i think checkout was like uh maybe like 12 or 1 or something like that so you know i was just in the house just kind of like i think uh something the provo was on or something so um i found out not through like nobody didn't tell me i was just kind of like scrolling through my uh social media which is like probably the worst way to find out information because right. it's, it's, you know, you don't know if it's actually accurate. You're just like, what? And it's, it's, it's such like a shock, right? So somebody who I followed posted a picture and it said, RIP uh, Kobe Bryant. And I was like, what? I, even, I, I didn't even like register. And then it had like a few comments. So I went in the comments section and people were saying, you know, fake news, they were saying, um, no, he's not talking about, you know, that he died. He's talking about, like, his stats because, you know, LeBron just passed oh, Kobe yeah. on the list. Yeah. So that's that Literally was, like, the like context before. of it. But then I started to, you know, I started to just process in my head. I was like, no, that's, like, a morbid way to, to say you got passed on the stats. So then I start, like, you know, going to, like, the different sources. And I'm, you know... I think Wikipedia popped up in it and it had like, you know, the date of birth and it had yesterday as like the date of death. And like my heart started beating fast because wow. I'm like, you know, I'm just I kept going because I'm, I I don't want to rely on these, you know, these user generated type of sites and stuff right, like right. that. So I just kept, you know, kept going or whatever. And um, I went to ESPN, kept refreshing. I was like and. Then somebody sent me a message, like a Facebook message, and it said it was from TMZ. And I'm like, yo. And I just, I, at that moment, that moment I cried. I was like, so, and then, you know, obviously the, the kind of like the more, I mean, not to throw shade at TMZ, but some of like the credible, 
you know, uh, website started to listen. Yeah, yeah, started to started to say it, um, and I was just like, oh, I guess this is true. And then, you know, so at that moment, and then obviously just being a father, you know, when the when the news came out of his daughter, you know, being with him, like me and my wife both like shed a tear, like, you know, and. I don't know. After that, it was just kind of like, you know, friends and people like texting. We started to kind of like have a conversation and, you know, like my neighbor, a couple of doors down, my neighbor across the street, like kind of like, you know, we all started like having a conversation, that, that conversation where you try to, you know, make yourself feel better by remembering the good. And I was just like, it was still like disbelief. It's still disbelief. Yeah. Like right now, yeah. it's just like. You know, like that that transition of talking about somebody in past tense is just weird. You know what I mean? It's just like, feeling. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, you know, tried to make the best of the day. I drank some drank some red wine and just was like, I I think I had maybe like two cups of red wine. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Even cup, you know, not that, even a glass. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I had it. In, I had it in a mason jar. Oh you know wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And. Yeah, it was it was rough, man. It was rough. It's still rough, you know. It, because I think for me, I start to I don't necessarily connect it just to his basketball. I just think about the man that kind of like he evolved into. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it was a it was a a I was thinking about like the fact of when some NBA players like retire. It's like they struggle with that transition from retirement. But I felt like Kobe just retired and he just moved into like his film, his storytelling, just yeah. like yeah. seamless. Like it was, it was like amazing. It was encouraging to me because sometimes you know you get stuck and like you know maybe even like pigeonholed. Like yeah. oh okay, you're yeah. gonna be a commentator. You're gonna have some position in the organization or something. He was like nope, I'm going over here. I'm gonna. And he, I think he won an Oscar for yeah. his for his play. You know what I mean? Yeah. And all of that was just encouraging, you know. With, and, and you know, you brought up what DJ Frosty Phoenix and I were discussing prior to in, in pre-production, and it was like you you wouldn't have thought it would be Kobe, right? Mm. Because Kobe emulated Mike so much, down to the chewing gum, to mm -hmm. the walk, to the pump, fist pump, to the turnaround jumper, right? So it seemed obvious that he would be just like Mike is, right? Mike has over-identified with the role of basketball player for a long time. Mm -hmm. And what does that mean? What that means is, you know, he left basketball and he wanted to own a team. That's amazing. But he still wanted to be a part of the game somehow because that's what he knew, yep. right? That's what he knew. And a lot of times, I talk about this a lot, we over-identify with the one thing that we're good at, yep. Yep. right? And so when some type of change happens... Like um, reluctant. Yeah, whether it's injury and, and other athletes area, they might try to find a way to compensate. So you'll see them going to broadcasting, mm -hmm. right? They'll try these different ventures um, because they have no idea no true idea of self outside of the game. Yeah. Right. That's and one so, thing that I was, I was thinking about, right. Is like, especially like, think about basketball, think about Kobe Bryant playing. There's footage of him. Like, you know, maybe like seven or eight years old, like from right. eight to when did he retire? 37. Something yeah, like something like that. All those years. That's yeah. all he did was just consume right. basketball. So to be able to then be like, okay, from 37 to 41, be like, I'm 
almost like you like basketball didn't even happen. It's yeah. kind of like the vibe that I got from him. And so and so and I'm gonna let you get to that your point, Angela, and because I, I think you bring up a good point. And what I think of a part of it is is the fact that he was over in Italy. Right, mm. he was over in Europe. He had this exposure to yeah. life, even though it was basketball influence. Mm -hmm. He just had this exposure to life. He can speak multiple languages. Who was it? Uh, Luka Doncic mm -hmm. recently said he spoke in Croatian or whatever it was. What? Talking trash in Croatian. Yeah, and they caught him off guard. Like, wait, what? <laughs> like, but again, we're talking about somebody whose culture, who always had the desire to learn and and want more. And I think. That's part of the greatness and part of what separates him from his a lot of his contemporaries, mm. um, a lot of those who came before and those who will come after. And so, you know, to go out and say, all right, put the basketball down and the next day, like, all right, I'm good. Be out the spotlight right now. I think he was, you know, you know, implementing some of that into Gigi, right, mm -hmm. where mm -hmm. she had that same killer. I watched a couple of games. Yeah. It was just like, whoa. Right, and he still had a little bit of that, and I think that's what they they talk about the the character or the caricature of Kobe, Mamba where mentality. the Mamba mentality, where the team that beat his daughter's team one year, uh, the previous year they beat him by one point, the next year they blew him out a hundred and something like twenty, mm. right? <laughs> and so he one. made sure they know, yo, yeah, y'all y'all beat us last year by one, right? And so again, <laughs> that goes into that idea, that mentality that has served them. Um, in various arenas of his life. But it's, it's dope to be able to see somebody who is just like, all right, you know what? I'm leaving the game. Yeah. I'm, I'm leaving it. Think about it, how, how some of us are. Like, for me, in social work, I'm like, when I when I left the full-time gig, I was kind of nervous. So yep. I started looking for Absolutely. more social work stuff. Yep. Not to say, all right, you know what? I'm going to try something else. Now, again, it's not apples to apples because he got a lot of money behind <laughs> them to be able. <laughs> but still, play, I think that, that basic fear... Yeah. Right? Not to say he wasn't fearful or, or what have you about certain things, but it's just like, yo, the same thing he told Dwight. Listen, I'm going to miss some shots. Mm -hmm. right. You know, this movie thing might not work out, mm -hmm. right? This, this, but I want an Oscar, right? Yeah. It might music. flop from here on out. But you got a music career? A, a flopper Ruski. I still got... <laughs> listen, I, Wait, wait, wait. Don't tell me you bought like a Kobe album. Is that what you're about? You said I still got... So he really did, but no, no, I was about to say, I think I got the video. It was of, just a single, though. Tyra it was Banks, your uh, love is like a soul going gently through my body. I, oh. I know none of the lyrics. <laughs> yeah, the fact that you know some lyrics because it's, it's funny. Like, I, I mean, I, I, I'm not gonna sit here and say I was a super Kobe fan, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, but everybody had the baby fro, mm -hmm. you know what yeah. I mean? Um, if you didn't have cornrows like AI, you had the fro, mm -hmm. right? Um, that's and nice. so, yeah, you listen to it, you see it, athlete rapping, you right, know, uh, right. your era was Shaq. I know you know Shaq, bars. <laughs> but Shaq, 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 was, Shaq was like a dope rapper, though, I but mean, he, honestly. He, but I think we both found out he had a ghostwriter. But oh. I, I digress. <laughs> but I know you were about to say something, Angela. No, I was going to say, I mean, the, the thing about Kobe is that we've experienced a few different versions of him. Mm -hmm. um, he, yeah. he was he was able to reinvent himself multiple times. You yeah. know, we, we know him from Lower Marion High School playing ball, taking Brandy to the prom. Then, you know, he was in the NBA, not starting, not getting much playing time, but still being relentless and being maniacal about his craft. Mm -hmm. um, you know, getting on the court, uh, performing at a high level, playing against Jordan, performing at a high level. His, his, his mentor and his idol just really going right back at him, wanting to learn everything that he could possibly, you know, getting into that situation out in, I think, Colorado, what have you. 
coming back again from that situation, beating that case, yeah. reinventing himself again. Um, you know, and so yeah. so so yeah. it was multiple versions of Kobe, right? And then later years, Kobe changed his game around. He was a high flyer early on, mm -hmm. and then he became you know the guy with the jump shot and all. Shoot, was ninety footwork, jumpers a game, right? You know what <laughs> I mean? Footwork and all that. But hey, here's the thing. Then when he left basketball, he had no problem with just mm -hmm. bowing out and saying, "Yeah, I'm done with this." Yeah. And reinvented himself again. Yeah. So Kobe, Kobe, the thing about Kobe that I really um, connected with personally is the fact that that whole mama mentality thing. Um, to me, what that meant was uh, my work will always exceed my talents. Mm. You know what I mean? Like he he was super talented, right? Best basketball player in our area when it, when he was younger, and you know, best basketball player on the planet for many many years. Um, but however, in addition to all of that, he still outworked everybody in his league mm -hmm. for the most part. I mean, his work ethic is 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 uh, legendary, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. how is the best player? You know, the most talented still shooting the most hard. shots, yeah. coming in the earliest, leaving the latest, challenging everybody on the floor. So, um, I mean, that's the thing that really that, that I hold on and I, and I try to, you know, channel that mama mentality in, in my business, right? Yeah. And it's very strange the fact that, and I, I can even show you guys this off air, what have you, but I literally was sending videos to my friends um, of, like, Kobe in practice. This was, like, last week. Mm -hmm. him in practice just talking trash challenging his teammates mm -hmm. um he did another great interview on on youtube that i was showing that I, just really resonated with me and then this mm -hmm. so i don't know what type of energy was going on but it, it, it I'm, I'm really locked in right now mm -hmm. thanks yeah. to that man yeah no and, and i think it's it's interesting right for so for me personally when i found out and we're about to take a break um, I just found out, you know, I think I was on my way to like a, a store, like, and I, I just saw it and I saw TMZ. Now it was different. As soon as I saw TMZ, I was like, oh, this is fact, mm -hmm. right? Because TMZ has replaced every other news media. I think, Harvey said, I think Harvey yeah, said, I think Harvey said he would, somebody called, he, somebody from TMZ called Vanessa and told her what happened, mm. right? Before the sheriff got involved and, and was able to tell again it's <laughs> i mean that's a, that's a, I'm not, a, that's I'm another not issue with that's that. terrible yeah, I don't like that who, who, but again whose responsibility is it right and so i would just want to know the news personally not the media yeah, outlet the they they, right? they have a completely different agenda yeah, they might have crossed the line of, uh, not, of yeah they're communicating with the family yeah i, I don't necessarily know if i if i agree with that and we potentially can explore that on the, on the other side but it was just again it hit me and that's when i called my daughter and i shed some tears right because again it's just like He's here today, going tomorrow. I mean, the, the fact that LeBron passed him and he in Philadelphia and what have you, and then the next day, you know, we we learn of his death. So it was just impactful for me. But what that was the extent of it because I had to dis disconnect myself from social media. And I'll talk about reasons as to why I had to dis mm -hmm. disconnect myself from social media and why I recommend others do the same. I just wanted to finish that thought of why I had to disconnect because after about reading the first two two or three posts about Kobe I had enough that was all I can tolerate I couldn't yep. tolerate it anymore yep. so I didn't a lot of us often feel compelled to keep up with the Joneses and what we especially in the social media era and what we don't recognize is that it's impacting our mood right it's impacting our thoughts just bringing that energy whether it's you know just talking about the death whether it's um, false information being passed around. It, it, it has an impact. And so it's important that we're mindful 
of what we're taking in. Again, I always say be mindful of your food. Now, for some people, it's cathartic, right? They get to, to celebrate Kobe uh, in his life and his legacy, both the good and the unhealthy, um, by being on social media and participating. That's why, the, you know, I think part of it, the good, why the NBA had those games yesterday, even though if I was the commissioner, I might have canceled him, right? Uh, because he is one of the greats of the game ever. Uh, but again, part of it is, you know what? We get the news and we get the commune as one around 20,000 people, right? So we get the hug. We get to just be around one another and just feed off of one another. So again, this is pros and it's cons. And you have to choose what's right for you. Like you're only responsible for your wellness, right? You're responsible for, for what you're taking in on a daily basis because it will impact you. So first we're going to go to Maurice. How you feel, Maurice? too good after hearing the news but you know the first thing I heard when I heard that the first thing I did was call my homies that I haven't been in touch with that we might have had a little falling out over something stupid Yeah. and I called them all up to tell them listen man you know what I love you man because you know what we can't count on seeing you the next day so I'm and whatever beef we had is over mm. and I, that's what the first thing I did to let all my people know that you know what this is silly, man, because you could be going tomorrow, and then I'd be like, oh, I should have did this. And I, I ended that right away. Mm, yeah. But it didn't take long. I only had to call, like, three people. But it was, <laughs> it was enough that, you know, these people, I know if I've, you know, I've been sick a long time. That's why I got to talk radio. But I outlived most of most of the people that came to see me. Wow. But, you know, I, I, I just felt that, you know, uh, these people would come in a minute if I called them. And I had to stop it. Then I also thought about, uh, 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 I, I, I said her name, I can't remember, uh, uh, Ali, that used to be a commentator on the show here. Fatima. You know what I'm talking about, Frosty. Fatima. Fatima, yeah, Fatima. Yeah. And me and her used to go at it on the radio, back and forth. But, you know, we always ended off nice. You know, wasn't, you know and I was just at a word speak with her, yeah. sitting at her table. We used to all conversing. And then, you know, that was on a Friday. Come to find out the next day she died. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it messed me up so bad. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was tore up because I was like a radio jokey. Yeah. Yeah. No, listen, I, I definitely appreciate you giving us a call, Maurice. So, and he brings up a, a good point. Um, did you reach out to any of your, your male friends mm -hmm. when, when this transpired, when you found out? The news, and, and I say males in particular, because again, for many of us, uh, many of us for who identify as men of being of a certain age, like again, Kobe was was one of those people who, again, he he might not have been AI, right? Because AI was just like straight hip hop, and Kobe was a little more clean cut, or he he's the the nerdy county boy who used to <laughs> be part of your squad or, or what have you but again it resonates and i i think what we saw again across the world we see men truly be open and, and vulnerable and this for some this might be the only time the next time might be when another one of their favorite athletes or actors or what have you die and so it's important that we make space for those people and so I want to ask you, I have Angelo Goodwin here, real estate investor and Cobb and a friend Pong of Green District Media. Did you did either one of you reach out to any of your homies and say, yo, I love you or what have you like Maurice did? Yeah, I definitely did that. And, um, you know, that's something I'm very comfortable with anyway, because of uh, just what we do with uh, you good man. 
um, just being able to get in touch with that that side of me um, that has been dormant for years, right? Um, I think with with me getting up in age, so to speak, um, I don't have any problem with telling my brothers that I love them, um, and we 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 do speak like that often, um, not just around these times, but uh, but honestly, these are one of the reasons why we say those things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because you want to be able to make sure people know how you feel about them when you have the opportunity to, yeah. when they can hear you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 100. The saying, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. what about you, Frosty? We, we haven't heard much from you. Um, have you? Just what were your thoughts? What are your feelings with regards to to Kobe Bean? My first thought was, wow. I got I got the notification on my phone. Mm-hmm. I was out with, uh, again, before the Sunday you know, outing yesterday, uh, or, you know, on Sunday, and... I just got the news blip on my phone. It said Kobe, you know, died or Kobe passed away. And I said, now how's that possible? Right. You know, that was my first question. And I opened the article up and it's talked about the helicopter and then it was developing. Mm-hmm. Uh, low key, I felt in a way of disbelief and I started to question news outlets. First, they, oh, and the, the uh, first, the emergency response said, you know, that there was no way for him to survive, but did not know. So you got to. Don't write the story before they before they even get to where they need to get to to see if they survived or not. Yeah. You know, a lot of that was in disbelief, and it was a I was in, I was in a, getting my glasses, picking up a new pair of glasses, and the one girl at the front, like was like I was sitting there. I said to my girlfriend, "Oh, you know, Kobe died." The girl, the lady that was helping me, said, "What?" And this other lady came from the back to me. Yeah. My my patient I was just helping just told me that. Then the girl sitting mm-hmm. behind us at the front just said, reaction. "What?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, then it actually start, sparked a, a conversation between the ladies. That the one lady who was helping me, she hit, she didn't. Now, granted, not everybody watch, watches everything. She was saying she didn't know what Kobe did. Like she's, I heard the name, she didn't know what he. What he was known for. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was and, uh, she old? She was an older lady. Or? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, yeah. the girl up front. Said, I'm a big basketball fan. And, and the girl, the lady that was helping me, was like, I didn't, I didn't peg you talking about the girl up front for a basketball fan. And the girl up front's like, Oh yeah, you know, yeah. white girl with dreads. But that's another conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I would have uh, thought she was a basketball fan. She had dreads, <laughs> <and> locks. <laughs> but yeah. And then after that, me going through the day and. I tried to stay off of social media because I yeah. knew people were going to post about it. Mm-hmm. And I always ask questions of, are you posting because you genuinely had that feeling to want to post about Kobe or are you posting for likes? Yeah. Yeah. That's And and I think, you know, we, you know, with that, cause that's a, that's an interesting question. And I think that's the, a question we can literally ask for everybody, yeah. right? Yeah. Everybody who's ever made a post ever in life, including myself and everybody yeah. in this room. Not coming at your genuineness or you're coming no, at your genuine feelings. No, no, feeling, but, it, but... It, it, I mean, a part of it is self-serving, right? Mm-hmm. A part of it is attention-seeking in nature. Hey, look at me, right? And some people try to justify it for various reasons. Um, yeah, this is often interesting, right? You know, whether we're talking about Kobe, uh, whether we're talking about... Uh, you know, I always when people post like family members, like Dearon Sharon, I miss you, and what yeah, have yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's always intriguing to me because you could have just sent it directly to Aunt Sharon. So they'll post, yeah. they'll post or what have you. Or it's yeah. it's, it's, it's little man. Nah, that's cliche. It's stereotypical. <laughs> it's it's little hockey. 
Okay. I, I'm going to find the name. Somebody. It's Little Cobbiner's birthday. Right? Okay. <laughs> just because you're here. You know, he's two. Mm. Right? And it's just like, all right, well, he can't get it. Happy birthday, Little Cobbiner. Well, Little Cobbiner can't see social media. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yo, tell her mom I said, what's up? No, Cobbiner, two years old, right? Mm -hmm. But it's, it's something about this idea of this connectedness that we feel from social media. So it's like, for a lot of people, is I feel I want to feel a part of something, yeah. right? And yeah. so this is the easiest way to feel a part of something. You cannot have any friends in the outside world. You can be the pariah at school. You could be the person, the nerd they make fun of. But you get in social media and... You know, you get a click, you get a group of friends, and, and you can have who you might not necessarily know, and there you are. You're that, you're that superstar. You're, you're the yeah. page right? that people can go to for all the information. You share all the good stories first. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. so it's like a validation that, memes, that comes yeah. from it. Like, again, I'm in the know, yeah. mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And so, again, you know how many times I saw the same story? get yeah. shared yeah. at the top like mm -hmm. people oh my gosh it was the same and the algorithms don't help yeah. right the, the algorithms don't help man this 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 time is flying by you know when we talk about legacy right and and legacy is so complex i think when we when we have conversations about people's legacy especially when we're talking about celebrities it's usually in a a way of deification right where we look at them as a god right that's how we hold our celebrities we we hold them hold them in high esteem high regard especially here in america and so for kobe it's complicated right if for me for me personally we're gonna get the brother's input but for me it's complicated because again like i said he he on the basketball court, even though I, I rooted against him for a lot of years, I recognize his game and who he was, right, and how he goes down as being one of the, the all-time greats, right? We know about his work ethic. Uh, we know about how he appeared to be, from what we saw in all the pictures and imagery, a family man, right? We saw this connection, this these pictures between him and his, and his daughter, Gigi. And I, I don't even want to say that i'm trying to couch how i say this not the sound Cliche. i don't want to say fitting right but it, it was like they're the same person so it it makes sense because you because you you see so many no 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 but still we have archer like my daughter is like the polar opposite of me mm. right but with him they both seem like to be the same person like you see her in her heels and gown coming from a prom and she dribbling the basketball mm -hmm. that's kobe esque right. Right? right that's mamba mentality and so for them to pass together mm. right i could picture those lad those last few moments where you just hugging your daughter right um, and consoling her, even, you know, knowing the pending outcome. We know what he did outside of basketball with the winning an Oscar, which is amazing, the work that he's doing. But I can't ignore, personally, the Colorado rape case, right? He was the most high-profile person I can remember since Mike Tyson to be charged of some type of sexual assault. And so, again... That does nothing to diminish his legacy, right? And and I'm, I, I take that back, right? Because I'm not somebody who's, I'm not a survivor. I wasn't sexually assaulted, 
Right, so for that person who DJ Frosty Phoenix might have seen, who like had no idea who Kobe was, if she would have said, "Oh, I just know him as a, a sexual predator," I couldn't fault her for that. Mm -hmm. Right? Is that in totality who they are? But I think people will be quick to say, "Well, he did X, Y, and Z, all of these positive things," but then we bring up the positive things. Everybody brings up the positive thing, but when you bring up this this sexual assault case in Colorado that did a lot to shape who he was as a human being, right? He he had a an affair with this person. I don't again. I don't. I wasn't present, so I don't know how it went down, right? So I'm not here to say guilty or innocent. I don't because I know a lot of things happen legally when somebody is guilty and when somebody's not guilty. That right? story came up again when you Google him now, like it, a, a re revisiting of that, of that case. But, 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 I, but I think mm -hmm. it should. And so uh, Pablo Torre, somebody who, who I like to read, what he said was, we have to think of Kobe Bryant as human. To mention his flaws is not to dilute his myth. To acknowledge a sexual assault case in Colorado is not to dishonor his greatness, merely to complicate it. If we look at him as a human being, Yes, he's flawed, right? We all make mistakes or, or what have you. And that's just what comes with it. But I know in death, in, which is a sensitive time, death and dying, which is a sensitive time, people aren't comfortable having those types of conversation because the response I've gotten on social media was, it's tasteless, right? Um, you know, it, it's the equivalent of talking behind somebody's back on steroids. I don't even know what that, what that means. It's cowardice. Yeah. Right. And, but no, this is this person's life. And when we talk about celebrities, their life are lived out in public. Right. 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 So you get that opportunity to, you know, everything is exposed as much as possible. Right. But um, my question to you and we talked about this off air is why do we feel compelled to bring that up right now? That's my biggest question. Why now? Because, again, if we're, we're talking about somebody's life in totality, now we can pick and choose if somebody say no, we're only picking and choosing what we want to, how we want to view them. That's up to the individual, right? But I have sisters on here like Lakeisha Anthony, right? She's somebody who I hope to have on the show. She's a a, a sexual assault survivor, mm -hmm. right? She does tremendous work in the community with regards to sexual assault victims. So for her, I don't know if she's the biggest basketball fan, but I know she's dealt with with girls and women who and men boys and men who've experienced some type of sexual assault in their life, right? And so if she, this is the information she has of them, that's not to say she's wrong, right? Now, no, I, would, I, I would say she's... I think it's a right or wrong situation. Yeah, I, like I think, again, we're just talking about the, yeah. the complexity of being a human being, but it's only until we're able to, to bring that person down off the cross to really assess and analyze them Right. And see them as being a human being. Right. Being a fallible person. And everything goes into the story. So, so I, the I, purpose. So the purpose of bringing it up is to is to talk about his flaws. That's it. I mean, it's the, I got. So I understand Angelo's question is like, OK, why are we picking now to do it now? Granted, if we're going to just tell the story, if there's some type of, you know, we're having some type of long conversation about Kobe when he first came in the league and, you know, yeah, that makes sense. But I think is I always think is find it, I guess I can kind of piggyback off of that tasteless sentiment if 
you're just kind of like entering the conversation like oh yeah he's he's a rapist nah and just being real dismissive because like shortly after his death i started seeing like people saying you know these posts there was like a comedian who was like yeah he was happy that he's dead right. and right. you know yeah, the rapist yeah. and it's the same it's the same I, it's kind of like the same exact there's type an opinion of lane. piece right now is we have to tell the whole truth about kobe bryant and that's one in the first three paragraphs the rape case is one of them yeah and and but so, i know. think it's and, and for me i understand that right because mm -hmm. i would say the same thing to somebody that's saying like again i bring up lakeisha if she's mm -hmm. like oh you know what he's a rapist x y and z it's like well no what about this other side of him right the positive mm -hmm. side the family man who yeah. who altered his life after this unfortunate incident mm -hmm. right like mm -hmm. he's ch so you know both sides again both stories have to be told but if you you know you see so often i think i i'll say this i look at both parties as being quote unquote wrong right by not telling his whole story mm -hmm. right so if sports center if we understand what sports center is yeah. espn is they're a they're an outlet geared towards sports so if they show all the sports aspects of what have you but again for these other outlets telling the whole story is imperative because again we have to realize that these people are human they yeah. they want us to remember that his wife is human and and you know his surviving children are human but yet the very person we just uh you know refused to to to, to look at him outside of this the entity that he's become mm -hmm. right it's 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 complex there's no right answer but again so, i don't begrudge anybody so again my thing is this why weren't why wasn't this story trending last week or two weeks ago or what have you because he was alive i understand that but if you want to you know bear the cross of, of of making sure this stays at the top of the headlines or what have you then i mean feel free and i don't have a problem with us telling the whole story of who kobe bryant was but like i like you said cabinet mm -hmm. we're in mourning right now for mm -hmm. the the totality of his life, right? We get that everybody is flawed. I don't think anybody walking this earth right now didn't do some things that they aren't aren't proud of, right? But I don't I just really don't feel comfortable with us constantly you know, his 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 wife is grieving, his kids, his family, like can they get a minute for a second before y'all start doing this? No. Please? No Well yes, yes. Clearly not. Clearly no. not. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. Right. yes, but no, right? Because yeah. uh again, AOC she, you know, the, what is she, a state rep? Uh, Alexandria Cortez? Cortez mm -hmm. uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Ocasio-Cortez, right. yes. Mm -hmm. Congress. What, Congress. Okay. Thank you, DJ. For <laughs> you. Thank you. Listen, what I say, I'm not the, you know, I didn't write her name out. Right. <laughs> I, that's why I called her AOC. Yeah. But, um, you know, last week she said that you don't make a billion dollars, you take a billion dollars. Right? And so... I know what that means. When we, when we talk about Kobe, when we talk about Jay-Z, when, when these things come... They've made their, their profit off the people, right? They've made their money off. Kobe made every dime that he has by taking it from the people, right? Um, I mean, that's business. But a part of that is his celebrity, right? Okay. He put himself in the spotlight, in the limelight. Right. And so, yes, we have to acknowledge both the healthy aspects and we also have to, to acknowledge the unhealthy aspects. Before we, we get to that, we're going to take Miss Diane from Southwest Philly's call. How you feeling, Miss Diane? Good. Uh, good. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I don't know who this gentleman was talking, but I agree that this is not the time 
to talk about his flaws. You know, this man, we lost a legend, then we, he lost his daughter. I think at this time we should be praying for the family, you know, his wife and his family, that, you know, because I can't even imagine a family going through that. That's a tough, that's a tough loss, you know. And just like, uh, I, I'm, I'm in a group, and I did a, um, I did uh, something on Dr. King, on Dr. King's day. And then some lady, she brought her, she said, well, you know, she, if she found out he was a womanizer, she would stop looking at him like she looked at her. And she was talking about me. But we all have flaws that we're ashamed of. You know what I'm saying? Uh, sin is sin, you know? Mm. If you just say, Luca, who without sin, you can throw the, uh, throw the stone at that woman that was in trouble. So I think this is not the time to talk about his weaknesses, you know, what he's done wrong in his life. It's the time to, you know, pray for the family right now, because the family, I know they are suffering. And then maybe we can talk about that later on, you know? And thank you so much for your call, Miss Diane. And I think, you know, first, uh, Angelo Goodwin, who is one of my guests, he, he's sitting here shaking his head yes, that you agreed with him. And that's the worst thing that can happen. Because, you know, full disclosure, when we do have the You Good Man Men's Wellness Group, he's always the one that's trying to challenge somebody, right? So Eddie, so he feel good right now. Um, and then we also are joined by a cop in the front of Green District Media. But, you know, we I think we can agree to disagree because, you know, yes, it is loss, right? But for that young woman in Colorado who believes what she believes, let's not minimize what she experienced. I don't, it doesn't matter if it was 20 years ago or two days ago, right? When Bill Cosby passed, um, that's going to be a big part of his legacy, right? We can't acknowledge that. Is one, uh, one bigger than the other? I don't think so, right? But again, we look at what somebody did in totality. So the same way we we we're quick to remind people about all the good that Bill has done when they bring up his his you know his his unhealthy and predatorial behavior. Uh, we we have to bring up that with with Kobe Bryant as well. And so again, I don't think it again it does nothing to to his legacy as number one as a basketball player, right? Because his basketball layer, player legacy is signed, sealed, delivered, right, and cemented, and it will be in next September. As far as his family. His family life, his legacy is about his his surviving kids and his yeah. wife going forward, and that's truly what matters. The rest of us, keep it real, our opinions really don't matter, honestly, right? But for me and, and the purpose of, of conversation, it's important that, again, for me, that we have this conversation in totality about what, is, about what his legacy is. So I'm a, I'm a let you, I'm gonna get to to Kavanaugh yeah, because again my thoughts on his legacy is I just choose to look at the entire human being I could celebrate both I can yeah. celebrate all his accomplishments but I also can look at it and say you know what you've made very poor decisions that mm -hmm. impacted the very people that you're saying that we need to to be sensitive to which is his wife and, and what have you mm -hmm. right so we're being asked to be more sensitive than he was during that time, yeah. right, when he made those unhealthy decisions, which we all do. So that's where I stand. Where do you stand with regards to his legacy? I, and I, then we're going to take a, a break after you. Yeah, you so I, I think, you know, the why is always powerful for me, right? Uh, the why question, whatever situation I find myself in, um, I always try to push back with why, 
right? So in this particular case, like, okay, we're telling this story, we're telling in total story. Cool, I can, I, I, I don't have a problem with that. Um, I think my pushback would be the why. What is the purpose? Why and what is the purpose of telling it right now, so close to his death, while the country is still, the world, I want you to say the country, while the world is still mourning him, while his family is still mourning him. Can I just cut you off real quick? And, and just to answer this before I forget, yeah. uh, the reason is because there are other people out there with that he affected, mm -hmm. right? And so we can't ignore them, right? So, so what makes the world's mourning much greater than that one woman in Colorado? Mm -hmm. So right? let me ask this question Why just is to that... piggyback off of that, though. I got to jump into that point. So do we know what her reaction is right now? But no, we don't. But, um, right. but so what I'm saying... Kinda like, and it's kind of like when... Uh, both them John's Jean's brother mm -hmm. hugged Amber Geiger, right? Mm -hmm. We all had a problem with it. He I didn't. Well, I know we had a conversation yeah, yeah, yeah. about this. We talked about this in our group. Mm -hmm. But um, that's how he chose to deal and cope with it. What if she's at peace with that whole situation at this moment? You know what I mean? But the world won't allow that. The world is like, oh, it's right back in front of our faces. Like she could possibly. I'm not saying she is because I don't know, but there is a possibility she's closed that chapter of her her life. You know what I'm saying? So we do have to consider that as well. So, And we're going to let you, because we're about to go to break, Kyle, and we're going to let you finish your point. I promise you I won't cut you <laughs> off. <laughs> yes, I will. I will. Because yeah, okay? he know how. But, no, you be cutting off. I'm so glad you did that, because I wanted to get back to you. So that's great. <laughs> and this is what happens at the hashtag, really you good, does. man. Really and and I feel like, you know, I appreciate this, because, again, you got... This is what we don't hear when we talk about vulnerability and emotional and healthy conversation and healthy mm -hmm. conflict between brothers. Because yeah, yeah. we sitting here, we don't agree. Right. We don't agree. And what happens in the streets when we don't agree It's either you fighting or you shooting or you dismissing a brother for the rest of their life and you never going to interact with him again. Mm -hmm. Right. So this is showing that live radio that I'm sitting here having disagreements with these brothers, but yet we can still come back down and. And oh, he wanted to dap, Phil. You left him hanging. Oh, you wanted to dap? I don't even know if I wanted to dap you, though. Right? <laughs> like that. That's like that. That's how you feel. <laughs> you my man. Uh, we continue to have Mr. Angelo Goodwin, real estate investor, and Conveter Frempong, of Green, founder of Green District Media, who are also members of the hashtag You Good Man Wellness Group. And when I decided to bring the, the group to the, to the airwaves, just so you can hear... Um, how brothers interact. Yes, is it something cliche over a topic of sports, right? But I think it's something bigger than that mm -hmm. when we talk about Kobe Bryant, when we talk about death, right? When we're talking about death and dying, because again, the, the perception is that men, in particular black men, internalize what it is that they're feeling and not be expressive. And what we've seen over these last 24 hours are that no, men are extremely emotional and vulnerable and that we feel i think all of us did you, did you cry dj frosty for uh frosty phoenix no i was in disbelief i didn't cry no okay all right so three out of four cried three out of four of people identify as male in here cried and shed a tear and i know again it probably happens more often it should happen more often because again life isn't easy we just make it look easy. And so prior to the break, we were having a conversation that went off the rails when Angelo started wilding. But, <laughs> really? Really? But, but, but Kavanaugh but was just, he was, were you wrapping up your comment on, on, uh, on think, Kobe's yeah, I legacy? I think I got my point, huh? Okay. Um, I'm sure I'm sure I'm going to, you know, 
step in if need be, if I feel like I need to say something. Yeah, but. he used to be in the mediator between us, man. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> between yeah, everybody in the group. Yeah, yeah. Yo, that's that middle child syndrome. <laughs> I got an older brother and a younger sister, and uh, uh, it was, it's, it's so weird. I, mean, yes. I might be saying too much on the air, but, <laughs> yeah, that's definitely uh, my, my mindset. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're going to get back again, back into this conversation, um, and not only about legacy, but about grief, right? Because mm. grief and loss, because this is what a lot of us are experiencing, and maybe we don't have the name to mm -hmm. to 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 put it to what to identify it as being, but this is what it is. This yeah. is what you're seeing. Um, it, there is a cycle of of grief that takes place. Um, so it starts with the shock and denial that mm -hmm. DJ Frosty Phoenix brought up, right? I think that, well, again, once I heard TMZ, see, I saw it from TMZ, and it talks about their power and mm -hmm. how influential, I automatically believed it, right? Yeah. And I didn't have this disbelief because I recognized that life is short and it's fleeting. Um, and then my brother died at when I was 17. He was 24. God bless the dead. So I think after that happens, you know, you lose somebody that close to you, like every you realize everybody is fair game mm. right everybody is fair game this is true um and then ne the next part of the cycle the grief cycle is anger right this frustration this anger and i think that part of that is coming out now right it's not coming out as far as vitriol right mm. but it's coming out as far as yo don't be talking about kobe outside of his accomplishments yeah. Yeah. right don't be doing that that's not cool then we get into depression and detachment dialogue and bargaining right desiring to tell the story, struggling to find meaning. I think, again, for people, men of a certain age, a lot of us are looking like, yo, at least Kobe found his purpose. Some of us are still searching. Mm -hmm. Now, I just happened to be here with, with a couple brothers who, who found, as far as when we talk about just work-wise, something that they enjoy mm -hmm. and love doing. I can't speak to whether it's their passion or not, but when we talk about real estate investing and then Angelo being with his family, uh, and Kavanaugh as well, being family men, what they're passionate about in videography, both leaving careers at a place that charges at least $300 a month for your cable bill. <laughs> I'm not going to say their name because they're not paying no bills, but they both left the same place, right? And then we get into acceptance. We start to realize, like, you know what? Yeah, this is, this is it. This is real, mm -hmm. right? This is real, and this is what happens. And then we're able to return to a meaningful life. Where we are now in this 24-hour news cycle, this microwave society, a lot of times we don't even give ourselves the opportunity to process what we law, what what we're experiencing. We do those posts that DJ Frosty Phoenix was was talking about, where we just we inundate our feeds with posts, and we think that that's a part of it, it which it is, which it, you know, right? It it helps some people for it's some a form it, of expression, a form of expression to get that energy out, and that's something I always talk about as a therapist. Figure out a way to get it out, whether mm -hmm. it's socially. It, we want it to be healthy, right? But whether yeah. it's socially acceptable, posting on social media, what have you, that's a, a different story. But we want you to get that out. But I don't think we give ourselves enough time to, to truly deal. So I'm interested in, in knowing your thoughts, the listeners, on when we talk about grieving and how you're grieving this this Kobe Bryant death that, that again, resonates because... I don't say he's from Philly, right? I think that's another about the, the complications that come with it. I don't view him as a Philly person. Um, I, I view him as a suburban, right, who had Philly heart, Philly game, but it still never clicked like she Wallace or Aaron McKee. Like, when you say Philly, you're like, all right, I think about them brothers, um, no matter how dope his game is. 
Um, so, yeah, we definitely want to hear from you at 215-634-8065 or 1-866-361-0900. So just when we talk about grieving and the grief process, um, how do, do you, have you thought about how you plan to manage or how have you been managing just your feelings with regards to this situation? Or just how you deal with grief in general, because we all have our methods and routines. So we'll start with you. Uh, we'll start with you, Angela. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I, I'm dealing with it by, um, you know, sharing my thoughts, my stories, my opinions uh, about his career and things that I know from afar as a fan. Um, you know, I was diving more into, again, his business dealings post-basketball to get an understanding of, you know, what was driving him. Mm -hmm. uh, to 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 get into illustration and and animation and um, things of that nature and and I really feel like it was amazing like you mentioned earlier, Kabana, how he seamlessly just transitioned like it was flawless. It was mm -hmm. nothing, and he was such a natural. Um, and then again, we talk about that Mamba mentality. Um, yeah. I'm 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 now taking the word grit really out of my lexicon and, and substituting it for Mamba mentality now mm -hmm. because you know that and embodies exactly what that is again you may be talented in something you may have all the skills and all of that but at the end of the day you you want to always outwork the next man mm -hmm. um and is it yes this is this this is a competition yes the world I, is about and he know he know how I feel <laughs> yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, right? that's why nah, you look at that. He was ready to go. Yeah, yeah. So yes. me being the facilitator of the group, I gotta push back about push back against that because I think that's what does so many of us, especially black men, a disservice, right? Because we we look at one another as competition, and I, I know you don't mean it in that sense. Exactly. Right? Like, I, yeah, right. I know you don't mean it in that sense, but a lot of a lot of people can't really um, delineate. Right. the difference between the two, right? And so I think when we start looking at others, I don't think Kobe, I think Kobe definitely, he wanted to be better than Jordan, yeah. right? But what motivated him was to be the best him. And I think, I always say it can start about being about somebody else, but it has to end about being about you, mm -hmm. right? And pushing yourself, whether you get to Jordan's level or not, right? You know, if you put in the work and where your skill set is, um, that it might get you there. And I, and I think with Kobe, one of the reasons why he resonated with so many people is because if we keep it real, right, he, as far as skill-wise, right, he's not no LeBron, right? And, I, and, I say, and that's not to diminish him. It's to say that, yo, he got great because of his work ethic. That's exactly right. right. He wasn't born with these amazing talent. He wasn't Randy Moss. He wasn't mm -hmm. a, a what's the word a prodigy. He wasn't. Yeah. A, he right, wasn't. A, he right, wasn't right. a prodigy. Even though he had all this this experience, he might have been an intellectual prodigy as far as being able to absorb information. Mm -hmm. But as far I think he was a basketball prodigy. The way he the way he broke down the game, absolutely. Like if you if from you, an intellectual perspective, yeah. but I think the physical component, yeah, like I, his. His physical abilities, he wasn't, Harold Miner was better than him. There's as not far many, as the physicality. You, what? You name, well, I'm, I'm talking about as far on, as. Time out. You just named LeBron James. There's not many. That, that's like yeah, a one-on-one yeah. one guy. You know what I mean? Shaq is like a one-on-one -on -one guy. Kobe Prime was, example. Yeah, yeah, Prime yeah. example right now. Yeah. If, we, if we talk about who's more talented, right? Just sheer talent. Ben Simmons or Kobe when he came in, right? We're going to say Ben, right? Because just as far as his ability to run like a gazelle. Right to jump out, he can jump out the building with that size. But and all exactly, that just as far as the physical component, right? 
Ben Simmons and a slew of other people. Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard was a physical freak, right? He was a physical freak. But again, we're he, talking about when did he, when did Kobe come in the league? No, no, I'm, but I'm talking yeah. about the, the the physical component. I think yeah. what I'm trying to say is highlight the fact that he didn't have all of those attributes. He was athletic, right? right? He was athletic, but he got especially when his 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 skills diminished, yeah. and he had to transform. Breaking down. He had to transform yeah. his game, mm -hmm. right? Again, it was that work that he put in. So you're saying he's he's known not for being able to score, just say, 100 points in the game, but being tenacious enough to get better over time. It, it, facts. It's nationally about getting better over time as opposed I to... I think that that's, that's like trying to compare, like, Shaq to, like, Wilt Chamberlain. Like, you, you, if you're looking at him physically, yeah, Shaq is like a... No, but I'm saying but we talk about twenty. When did when did Ben no, Simmons I'm, I'm come saying, in the league? But I'm like, saying, like, also talking about comparison like LeBron. I'm talking about just physical, the yeah, physical, physical, well, yeah, physical like, gift. You just walk on a court and you already and just you got, got Zion it. Williamson. Whenever he exactly. walked on with those little white kids, right. and he was housing them, he was right. already he was just that yeah, bull. Right. Like LeBron was already doing well coming into the league, coming right. straight out. Kobe was on the Knicks, no, and he got traded. He was the Knicks first. No, no. Was that a trade he they did in the Hornets? The Hornets. The Hornets. Hornets. Right, the Hornets. <laughs> no, because then they talked about, remember the, the yeah, whole conversation yeah, about yeah. the reporter yeah. mixing yeah, up the names? Yeah. That's another conversation oh, entirely. Yeah, yeah, she, she apologized for that, by the way. And she didn't say the N-word. She, she, she didn't. Actually, she, she didn't. didn't. She yeah, didn't I'm say not, that word. But, but yeah, I, yeah, we don't want to get off on tangents. This is what happens in the men's world as group. We go off on tangents. Traded to the Lakers, and then his career skyrocketed from there. So it's But what I wanted to say about the competition thing, though, like you said, um, when I mention the word competition, yes, I'm in a competition or I'm competing against myself, being a better version of me, being a better person than I was yesterday. So, you know, and I, I consider that to be a healthy competition, right? Now, you also can have a healthy competition amongst your peers. Mm -hmm. you For sure. I mean? As long as it's not anything um, nefarious or, or anything like that, right? So you don't want to be, I'm not trying to take you down or cut your, cut your, you know, knees off. Yeah. But again, we're just pushing each other to be better. Mm -hmm. So that's what I think Kobe um, had as an advantage <laughs> against his contemporaries. He would not be outworked by anybody. And that's why I said that Mamba mentality, I want that, that to, to resonate with me. I want that, that to be like my mantra in my business, right? I'm not going to be outworked. Now, wherever I land at the end, he landed at fourth in scoring. If that's where I land, you know, if I'm not the biggest real estate guy, but I'm amongst the greats or what have you, so be it. I know I worked, I got every ounce of my ability and skills. I maximized, I maximized yeah. it. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah and I, I think that's what the that's what the goal is. I, I think it's interesting, right? Like we take these aspects of people just historically. Um, and again, it goes to, to how we view our celebrities, right? We want to take the good, mm -hmm. right? And leave the other stuff, no matter what it is, right? We want to leave that behind. Well, we want to think about, uh, you know, Martin, what was it saying? Martin Luther King. We want to think of him in a certain light. We don't want to think about him you know, infidelity, infidelity yeah. about Martin, right? We that's just not what we want because it's uncomfortable for us. Because then again, we have to bring them back down to to being human, and if we bring them back down to being human, then what do we really have to to either aspire to be or deify, deify, or we we'd have to look at ourselves, right? And, and, and truly look at ourselves and realize, you know what, we're human too, right? So we wanna to put them in a box like they have these special gifts. 
right? Kobe, yeah, Kobe, part of Kobe's special gifts was that he was, what, 6'6", six, six, right? That's just something we can't help. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's, it's, it's easier to look at them and say, oh, that's, they had all of that because, again, it, it, it makes us look different about our situation, if, if that makes any sense, right? So we're, we won't be as harsh on ourselves if we, if we think that he, somebody had an advantage, you know, does, yeah, does that yeah make we sense always to like to do that. You yeah, know I mean? you know, somebody, so with celebrities or, or what have you. Yeah. yeah, both of their parents were professors yeah. or something like that. Or you know what I mean? So yeah, we love to do that. But I, I'm, again, to to piggyback off of what you were saying, as far as Kobe being six six was one of his great skill sets. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, he was born with that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So again, he used that. In, I think he was actually six seven, but he used that and he built off of all of that. You know what I mean? He just built off of it. His dad was an NBA player, so we could also – he was naturally supposed to be in the league, right? Yeah. So, I mean – Yeah, yeah. And so, briefly, if you could just talk about the – before we go to break, mm-hmm. and and for our next guest, Miss Brittany Smalls, who's doing an amazing job sitting over there in the corner. We, we appreciate <laughs> you. Waiting you. patiently. Waiting patiently. Uh, just talk about Kobe's legacy to you, and if you could, like, 90 seconds. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so – I guess to me, I kind of just because of where I'm at in my life, I kind of look at it um, in reverse. I don't, I don't necessarily, even though we grew up with Kobe, um, I think just where I'm at is kind of obviously a similar place to where he was at before he before he passed. Um, you know, just kind of focus on your on your children. Like even with his star power, he was going to go coach his daughter's team, like putting his his daughter kind of ahead of himself. You know what I mean? Um, the, the the path that he had chosen for himself, like okay, my my career, this thing that I had spent a majority of my life doing, I no longer do, and I need to kind of like move in this new direction um, and moving into that space gracefully, like you know, not really looking back, not being bitter. You never really heard, you know. I mean, I think he got his fix from from that show that he would do the uh, detail, yeah. yeah. But even that was even kind of like revolutionizing. You know, it was something completely different. It was more of he was very, very passionate about storytelling. So that was just kind of an extension of that. It was like, oh, yeah, this is the thing that I did, but I'm going to look at it from this kind of like different perspective, like a storytelling aspect of it. Um, so I think about his legacy kind of like in in reverse. I think about where he was at at the place when he, you know, when he where he was at in his life at the at the point when he died. You know, just kind of being in that season, wanting to be a great father, wanting to be a great husband, you know, and then just kind of work my way back and just kind of think about him at, and ultimately wind up of him being that 18-year-old kid. Like, oh, yeah. Because yeah. I remember, you know, I remember being an 18-year-old kid looking at Kobe like, yo, he doing what? He did this? He, You know what I mean? And I'm still amazed by it, you know. I'm, a, I'm a, you know, a forever fan of him. It's not, it's not too... You know, men, we can't, we don't, might not feel like extremely comfortable saying like, oh yeah, I'm a fan of, you know, you, but I've been a lifelong, you know, like Kobe fan and just, you know, admired him, you know, from afar, obviously. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I hope that was 90 seconds. No, no, no. That's, that's love. That's, that's love. We definitely appreciate it. That is Mr. Cobb and a frampong uh, founder of Green District Media, and we have Mr. Uh, Angelo Goodwin. I, I'm, now I'm remembering your names for the rest of my life. <laughs> Angelo Goodwin, real estate investor. So before we before we end, I want to have a conversation on coping strategies, right? Because, and, and as y'all all know, 
when I have the group, it's all about, okay, we can vent, 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 mm -hmm. but we need strategies that's going to, that's going to help us, right? With during these difficult times, because unfortunately, Kobe's not going to be the, the, the last person to die, yeah. right? God forbid, knock on wood, that is not us, yeah. right? But somebody's going to die that we know, love, care about, admire, or what have you. And it's important that we, we learn how to deal mm. in the midst of it. And so the first strategy that I want to give out, and, I, and the brothers, I want them to give you know, their strategies as well as how to deal with it. Listen, log off. Log off. Like I was, I was trying to find a, like I needed like a notification button to let me know when the Kobe posts are over, right? Because I don't need to see that personally. I'm okay with where I am. So what I had to do was I had to log off. Yesterday after I got a, a couple of them, nah, that's enough for me. I, I've reached my limit. You have to, you know, you have to know your ledge, right? That's a part of. That's what we call knowledge. Mm -hmm. You have to have that type of wisdom. Uh, to to know when enough is enough, you do not have to be involved with everything, right? I don't begrudge anybody. Listen, I love y'all calling in. I love y'all listening, right? <laughs> but if you like, oh my goodness, another Kobe conversation. Let me turn this off and let me go do something productive. Let me go cook. Let me go do X, Y, and Z. I'm cool with it. Just don't do that tomorrow. But I'm I'm okay with it. With you doing that right now? Why? Because again, this is about you, man. This is your life. Right. Your wellness is your responsibility. We can't allow other people to dictate how we grieve and how we cope. So that's just one strategy. Log off. You do not need to be in the know because I promise you Trump's still going to be in the impeachment process tomorrow. He's still going to be president for the next 90 days. Right. Um, God bless the dead. Kobe is still going to be gone. Mm. Right. These things are going to continue to be. The only thing that you can control is self. So what about you, brothers? What, what strategies do you think that you'll utilize going for the, forward, whether it's exercise, whether it's meditation or, or what yeah. have you? Well, I'm, you know, I'm recently, I don't know if I necessarily bring this up, but, you know, obviously I go to my, to my therapy sessions, right, where we just have, you know, it's like a, it's like a designated place to resolve, you know, or, or, or have conversations about whatever it is that's bothering me, I still haven't. I, I go bi-weekly. Um, it's kind of interesting that the the you good man falls like in the in between. Yeah. So it's like I go to my therapy session this particular you know Monday, and then the next Monday is uh, the you good man. So uh, I think seeking them out, especially if you know that you're going to. You know, if you know that you're not right or this just isn't isn't sitting well with you, um, obviously, just if you have access, I'm sure Phil would want probably at this point, you're probably going to uh, plug in, put the plug right for you. There you go. I, I mean, I guess because I was trying to respond to our Facebook people, Sorry, but, you know, shout out to the people on Facebook Live. Set you up but with the alley Yeah, the alley -oop. So if, if you're interested in learning about that, that hashtag, you good man wellness group, you can send me an inquiry on my website, www.quadify, Q-U-A-D as in dog, E-F-Y, L-L-C dot net, and just send a, click the contact us and send me an inquiry, and I can add you to the mailing list. And it's only for people who identify as male, so you can be 
you know, I'm not going to get into all the terminologies, right? right? But you can, as long as you identify as male, you can come through. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I think seeking out those having like, uh, like healthy conversations, you know, um, you know, uh, and they, you know, we have that space, but you know, I'm fortunate enough to have a therapist. If you're fortunate enough to financially be able to, to have a therapist, um, bring that conversation up with the therapist. Like, hey, this there's something about this Kobe death situation that's just still bothering me, you know. Um, and having that conversation, like I said, I still have a week to kind of like figure it out. Um, I mean, it might it might come up in a conversation with with my therapist. So yeah, yeah. Um, what about you, Angela? Well, today uh, I worked out like a madman. Um, again, just just channeling that energy. Tomorrow I probably will do the same. Um, I've been wearing my Kobe's. Um, I'll probably wear a couple pair this week. I'm a sneakerhead, so I'll probably be wearing a few different Kobe's this week. Mm. Um, Wealth. <laughs> well, you say he really had Kobe's. Yeah, I had Kobe's since the the the, the Kobe the Adidas uh, the one. Eights, the Adidas, the crazy eights. Yeah, yeah, good. That's a good shoe. Um, yeah, but but you know those you know little surface level things that that I'm just going to uh, continue to do, um, and also just have those conversations with all the Kobe fans around me. Mm -hmm. um, again, Kobe was never my like favorite player, um, but again, I did respect him a lot. It was fun to he, he was a Laker, right? And I'm a Sixers fan, so yeah, yeah. it was always fun to kind of root against them. But again, you knew what type of animal he was, right? Everybody did, right? And it was it was cool. So um, and then again with his his post playing days, just seeing how he was just getting ready to really take the world by storm mm -hmm. was cool. So I'm I'm going to continue to listen to some of his his teachings and some of his interviews about business because I'm gonna use that stuff. Uh, and apply it to my business. Yeah. Um, and again, just continue to try to be the best father, husband, mm. man. Tell anybody, you know, if I feel compelled to say I love you, I'm gonna tell somebody that. Yeah. Well, um, I love y'all, man. I love y'all as well. I love you I love too. You. I love. I love all. Whole black lot of love going. Yeah. Y'all yeah. might. This, this, I don't, this might be groundbreaking on words. Right? You got all these black. Why you say you love us, DJ Frosty Phoenix? What's going on, baby? I was playing I love y'all, man. <laughs> yeah, great, Michael. Just, just yeah, as yeah, Michael. Yeah, right, right. yeah, greatly yeah. appreciate it. Uh, yeah. yeah, any beefs or anything? I don't really have those, but, you know, I'm, I'm just challenging people to go reach out to somebody. If you got a problem with somebody that you know um, is probably petty and something that you guys really yeah. need to move on from, please, please, I'm begging you, just reach out to that person. And, Who was it, the brother Maurice? Called him, was yeah. that his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That that was, Maurice. Yeah, that's like, that's something. That's, that's, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. How, that's yeah. How amazing to, to just, you know, actually something beneficial comes out of it. Right. Like right. you're able to bury the hatchet with, you know, somebody who you have been beefing with or even like I think he said it was like something minor, minor. you know. Yeah. But, hey, right. just being able to do that. So let this let this situation, you know, have some have some positive some positive uh a, a positive response in your life absolutely you know? That's yeah, I, and no I, and i definitely appreciate you brothers for for coming through that was mr angelo goodwin a real estate investor and mr kabana frempong of green district media um 
Yeah, it's been a, it's been a heavy conversation. It's been a heavy conversation and interesting, but also necessary. I think things like this help me in the coping process, right? And dealing, not just being able to internalize it or just post on social media, but to have real open conversation about it. And I, I think we all owe it to ourselves to truly seek out whatever that Mamba mentality is for us. Again, yes, I may say, you know, the legacy needs to be told in full, but also the components of of Kobe and people of Kobe's ilk are the strengths, right? I want to bring take the strengths away from people because we all have a strength, no matter no matter what it is, and we need to again use that and allow that to be the light to guide us forward. Again, I appreciate you, brothers. This has been a hashtag You Good Man Wellness Group production. <laughs>